0: You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing thermoviscous technology and the advantages of working with warm sculptable composites. Our guest and expert in the field is Dr. Farood Hakim. Dr. Hakim has lectured nationally and internationally on topics ranging from technology, aesthetic dentistry, occlusion, smile design, CAD CAM, photography, photography. Adhesive Dentistry and Composite Dentistry. He maintains a private practice in the San Francisco Bay Area. Dr. Hakim, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk.
1: Phil, as always, it's great to be here. Love talking dentistry with you.
0: Yeah, and you've had some previous webinars and podcasts with Viva Learning that have been absolutely excellent. I encourage our listeners to tap into that. Just go to our site, Viva Learning, and if you type in Dr. Hakim's last name, H-A-K-I-M, you'll see all his great stuff, and um, I'm looking forward to this podcast. So to begin, tell us what some of the advantages are of working with warm composite.
1: Uh, Sure, Phil. I guess I'll start with what we would consider, quote-unquote, traditional warm composites. And when we look at that, there's probably three main advantages. One is the improvement in placement behavior. So when a composite's warmed up, you really have the ability to push it, compress it, uh, I like to use the term butter. You can really butter it against the nuances of the prep, whether it's a cable surface or internal walls or floor. Next advantage is obviously shaping and sculpting. Not only if you're layering a composite, do you get the layers better integrated with each other, so less likely to form a gap or a void, but you also have the ability to really manipulate it as it comes to its final layer, the occlusal surface. Really shape it the way you want, which will have benefits in, in the finishing time. And then finally, and and the research vets this out, it's, it's a known benefit that when you work with a warm composite, that when you finally do hit it with a curing light, it seems to have better, more total conversion.
0: Those sound like great advantages right there. Can you expand on this notion of improved outcome using this warm composite technique and better shear bond strength?
1: Sure, sure. So uh, besides what we talked about, with a warm composite, you're less likely to have gapping, whether it's at the margins of the cable surface or the internal aspects of a prep. Um, What's really cool is is what we're going to talk about shortly about this newer generation, this novel new composite that through some warming technology, we can have on-demand behavior where a body composite begins to behave more like a flowable composite. And so we have to take a step back and realize that for years and years, you know, most experts would always recommend using a flowable composite as a base layer underneath any composite restoration. So whether that's on the pulpal floor, the gingival floor, some of the axial walls as they creep up, we like to use that flowable composite. And it was always thought for those main reasons, hey, let's reduce gaps, let's reduce voids, let's reduce instrument tug back. All that is a good thing. What most people fail to realize is when we do shear bond strengths, and I get the opportunity to do plenty of this in the lab, that adaptive layer, that first layer of composite between that flowable layer in theory and that adhesive is very critical to the final outcome. Not just from the ways we think, hey, less less gaps means less sensitivity, more recurrent decay, things like that. But always, 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 when we test shear bond strength, if there's no voids in that gapping, no voids in that initial layer, we tend to have better results, higher bond strength. And when you have higher bond strength, that means less redos, less emergencies due to sensitivity, less recurrent decay. So all these things add to the efficiencies in the office.
0: We have this material that is new, and we're gonna be talking about that today. And it kind of obviates the need for flowable. And you talked about the reasons why we use a flowable composite, but it also has the sculptability that is really surprising for a product or material that flows that well. Can you talk about that combination and also what the benefit of a sculptable composite is as far as saving share time
1: yeah definitely it's it's really quite simple besides all the benefits we talked about that initial adaptive layer since a composite has a very quick uh, phase change it has the ability to go back to its kind of sculptable warmish body modality which allows the operator to use their instruments really very efficiently shape and sculpt the composite in a very reactive way so that they get closer to their final shape closer to their final anatomy and that just means much more efficiency less time spent on the tooth with rotary burrs carving in composite we always like to build up to anatomy whenever we can rather than spending time having rotary burrs diamonds carbides bumping against the adjacent anatomy uh hollowing out our anatomy it's always nicer to build to occlusion, rather than subtract down
0: to occlusion. So we have this product, and it has a characteristic called thermoviscous technology. So I, I'd like you to talk about that. The fact that the material is warmed and then it goes back to a sculptable phase. What's the time frame there? Like, how much time do you have to actually flow it into a, a deep axial wall area in a class two, for instance? and then build it up. It is a bulk fill, right? This new material. And, and I'd like to talk about the material itself, what the name of it is, who makes it, because it's getting a lot of press from, from certainly the KOLs that have been trying it out. You hit
1: the nail on the head. That's a highlight of our discussion. This novel new material is uh, released from VOCO. It's called the Viscalor, and it comes in two formulations. They're traditional Viscalore, which is what you would consider kind of a multi-composite offering, has 11 shades, what you would equate to the traditional two millimeter layered incremental composite. And they have a bulk-filled version, Viscal or Bulk. Both of them have the same proprietary technology. Both of them have this thermoviscous kind of on-demand heatability that allows us to get the composite to behave the way we want it to. So just like what we've talked about so far, we can, within just a few seconds, push of a programming button, get that composite warmed up, To where it behaves very much like a fairly stiff flowable, which means that when the operator puts this inside of the preparation, inside of a cable surface, it will quickly flow down to the bottom and with just some very subtle push with our composite instruments, really adapt and really butter against all those walls, eliminating voids and gaps. But very quickly, by the time it touches a tooth and just has the ambient oral temperature involved, within a few seconds, it starts to turn into what would be a more traditional semi-warm composite where it's very sculptable it doesn't stiffen up too much but it's also not runny so as you build up the anatomy it stays put where you want it to so it's a very it basically flows with the operator's speed very efficiently through this kind of progressive phase change that happens
0: so it being a flowable composite and also sculptable you're, you're saving time on both ends of the spectrum right because do you use a flowable any longer
1: So, 100%, a lot of it comes down to time savings and efficiency. The flowables were necessary evils. We knew that it made a better adaptive layer, but it was a compromise because we know they have lower physical characteristics, lower compressive strength, higher shrinkage. But it was always the lesser of two evils. It made more sense to have a better adaptation. So, if we can actually get a composite with the benefits of a body composite, but momentarily turn it flowable, you don't need two products anymore. So think about inventory reduction, time savings as you're handing things back and forth between the doctor and the assistant. All these things basically allow us to have
0: our cake and eat it too. What's the process of warming the material? How does that work?
1: Yeah, so that that really hits on this thermoviscous technology. Vocos basically created two pathways for that so that the doctor can look and see which one fits better into their kind of operator workflow. They have this very cool proprietary new dispensing gun that uses uh, near infrared heating technology to closely kind of position those heating ports right next to the compule. So it's it looks like a composite gun, but a little bit more space staged. And uh, the viscalor caps fit into there. The base of those caps have been formulated to where the near infrared heat can penetrate through that plastic safely, warms it up. And with the push of a button, within 30 seconds, you have that warmed up. So it's very simple to have that sitting on the counter. As you're starting to etch or place your adhesive on there, give your assistant a thumbs up. Uh, They push the button, the warming process starts, and it'll stay warm for a minute and a half or so, so you have ample time to place it.
0: You're not worried about the warmth of the material to in any way adversely affect the health of the pulp, especially in a deep cavity preparation?
1: Not at all, and this is where they've done plenty of testing as well. Many of the other procedures we do in dentistry actually increase the heat more, As you put warm, this is not hot, as you put warm composite against a tooth, it's not that much warmer than the actual body temperature anyway, and it quickly dissipates. Voco's actually done quite a bit of testing, putting very sensitive, um, essentially micro thermometers within the pulp and within the root forms and such, and there's no adverse effects that appear. In fact, we've been working with warm composite for years and years. This is just a newer way to get to the end product.
0: If you have a really deep cavity prep or or it's really fairly close to the pulp, maybe along the axial wall, as I mentioned in a class too, you can still put a liner on just for the sake of uh, peace of mind and pulpal health, right?
1: Sure. And that's operator preference. You know, I I don't, what I consider, I don't overuse liners, but there are liners that are bioactive and it would make sense. In the event where you feel uh, blushing or you feel like you purposely left decay, there are things that you could lay down for the purposes of bioactivity. My point would be that you never have to lay down anything for the purposes of heat safety. It's just not an issue with this resin.
0: So the Viscolore bulk, what's the shade situation with that? You mentioned there were 11 shades with the traditional viscalor. How many shades in the Viscolore bulk?
1: Correct. So that's just simplified. First of all, you can cure up to four millimeters rather than two, which is pretty standard for most bulk fill composites. And there's always a goal for standardization and simplification because bulk fills, we rely a lot for our meat and potatoes fillings on the posterior where it's not right in the aesthetic window in the front. And so they have a universal shade, which has a very nice chameleon effect. It sucks in color from the rest of the tooth and it'll, it'll be your jack of all trades. But to have a little bit more variance, they also have an A1, A2, and A3. So they've limited the viscalor bulk to four shades, which I think more than covers the spectrum of restorations that we do in the posterior. And of course, the traditional one has 11 shades with some dentin and enamel and translucent shading, so that you can really build in your aesthetics when there's a need for that.
0: Right. So for many, many posterior restorations, you can get away with using just the Viscolor bulk, not worrying about the shade by using the universal. It has that chameleon effect. Um, it seems to me you obviate the need for a flowable, and it's super sculptable. So overall chair time with the four millimeter increment benefit as well, what does it take you to do one of these restorations once the prep is all ready and the matrix band's on?
1: Yeah, you know, with a a short learning curve, because the product's that easy to use, we're really cranking out really what I consider high-end restorations in just a few minutes. You know, you can actually time your job cycling with this and see what it takes to do your preparation. That's an independent activity. Have your isolation, your matrix bands in place. And after that, it comes down to Conditioning time, applying your adhesive, and I'm getting restorations in the tooth and shaping them, adjusting them, and having minimal occlusal reduction because I'm controlling the final shape. Literally within a few minutes, it's very efficient, and you get very nice outcomes.
0: Any other comments you'd you'd like to uh, bring to light to our audience about this product?
1: Yeah, two two main points probably that we didn't cover. One is not only is the cartridges novel based on you know the the plastic that they're made out of, so the heat penetrates. They've also made a very small cannula or placement tip, kind of like a bigger flowable tip. And what that allows is for you to put these into tight preps. These days when we're trying to conserve tooth structure, we're doing more and more quote unquote minimally invasive dentistry types of preparations. To get a big compule tip in there, we can never get the composite in. It would be difficult, it would trap air. These can actually fit into a narrow box and you can backfill upwards. So that's a huge advantage there. If you're going to make something into a flowable, you want the tip to also be somewhat like a flowable composite tip. Secondly, for people that are already used to using warm composite, they also have what they call a caps warmer. So these are more of those typical warming podiums. Rather than a single gun, you can preload multiple compules with different shades in there. If you're doing an aesthetic buildup, you can put your instruments in there for warming. I even use those slots sometimes to put anesthetic cartridges in there because it gently warms them. And when you deliver warmer anesthetic that matches body temperature, there's less pain. So an operator can really choose whether they want to use their traditional pedestal warmer with multiple compules or the near-infrared technology caps warmer. They both work very efficiently.
0: Sounds like a phenomenal material and we've really made huge advancements in the bulk fill category.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, the bulk fills are here to stay. The science says that they're enduring and they're good restorations. And a lot of it comes down to really operator proficiency and efficiency and adhesive layers. So in my mind, if we can get something done better, faster with a higher quality, it just makes more sense.
0: Before we wrap up this podcast, your opinion pretty much is that going with warm composite adds the advantages uh, that really can't compare to traditional methods of bulk fill.
1: Absolutely. Anybody that hasn't worked with warm composite before, when they give it a try, they'll see you know, what a treat they're in for. It's, it's really a fun way to place composites, and it just adds to the quality and the efficiency.
0: Sounds good, Dr. Hakeem. Really appreciate your help. Just one last question. Do you think we're going to have a New York show this year in uh, early December?
1: God, I hope so. You know, I, I, I'm doing, obviously, more digital events and more <laughs> podcast events i have my first live one on the books coming up in a month or two i'm hoping for the q4 with all the people getting vaccines in their arms we start to get back to you know a variation of normal looking forward to it i, yeah,
0: hope. I hope so too it'll be it'll be fun to see everybody in new york if they open up the javits center all right well yeah definitely I, yeah thanks so much dr Hakim. we love having you on the show hopefully uh you'll do more webinars very shortly again we've been listening to Dr. Hakeem, an expert in the field of aesthetic dentistry. He's talking about raising the bar with warm composite. So we hope to see you soon. Thanks again. Thank you, Phil.